This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, Bell Babies? It's Erin here. I am going to tell you guys my quick new bedside routine that I am using at the moment, which relates to a question I have for you, okay? And then listen at, for the whole ad here, because at the end, I'm going to tell you about free stuff, okay? So if I ask you guys, what is the number one health problem facing people from all over the world? What? Would you know what it is? Okay, because I'll tell you if you guess sleep, you are right. Honestly, the majority of people are lacking energy throughout the day, but lack of energy is uh, honestly, it's a symptom of a bigger problem that is very difficult to gain control over. And that it, the problem is sleep, okay? I'm gonna hammer it into you guys. Sleep can affect your mood, your hormones, weight gain, mainly just how much you wanna have like ice cream and snacks and, and candy and other factors negatively impacting you. So if you are finding yourself staring at your ceiling or your phone just to be awake for hours, I'm going to tell you guys, this simple situation is maybe what could like maybe actually change this for you. So all it takes is a glass of water and two safe and natural magnesium breakthrough capsules 30 minutes before hitting the pillow. This, I tried it. It worked like a charm. I wouldn't be here to talk about it if I actually didn't try it and it worked. Okay. Magnesium breakthrough. Okay. These seven essential forms of magnesium included in this full spectrum serving, help you relax, unwind and turn off your brain after a long stressful day. So you can actually rest and wake up feeling refreshed, vibrant, alert, and like you actually slept. Magnesium breakthrough has become a household name over the years because it has a good reputation. Just recently, the company released their fourth upgraded formulation that works even better than the last. This is a simple, cost-effective solution that I'd invite you to try if you haven't already. Okay, and for a limited time, Bioptimizers, the makers of Magnesium Breakthrough, is offering additional bonus gifts for the next 1,000 customers or while supplies last. They're including free bottles of their full line of digestive health products, including their powerful digestive enzymes, masszymes, their patented probiotic, P3OM, and their HCL product to alleviate heartburn and acid reflux. So that means you're getting a free product to try that will support your digestive system so you experience less bloating and gas throughout the day. Having an optimized digestive system means less energy trying to digest foods and absorbing more nutrients from the food you eat. So you guys visit magbreakthrough.com slash dumbbells and use code dumbbells to activate this exclusive limited time offer. This offer is only available at this special access website, magbreakthrough.com slash dumbbells. Let's start the show. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and still working my way through the entire Minion series. And this is where Ryan Stanger usually says... I'm also a certified personal trainer and something that he sees in the room. But guess what? Stanger is still out. So you have me here. You have found the Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast where we bring you information, motivation, 
and hopefully a little bit of inspiration. I will never get those in the right order. You guys, we're the dumbbells. Let's get dumb. Hey, you guys. Okay, it is me, Aaron, here. I have really gone back and forth on what to do for the 300th episode of the dumbbells it doesn't feel right i'm here uh captaining the ship alone at this huge landmark number and i'm trying to just roll with the punches and have uh um have the spotlight be on you guys the listeners today um so i have invited my main, my main man, uh, he wanted me to say you could see him on um, on corporate, uh, the Comedy Central show, um, Adam Conover's new show on Netflix, The G Word. Um, he plays uh, a, a funny character in there. Um, but Jason Carlos signs my husband. Uh, he also reminds me of singer in his mustache and love of butts. So everybody think, uh, <laughs> think my husband on his Instagram at Jason C signs. Um, and let's get to the episode. Okay, everybody. Welcome. My husband, Jason signs. Hi everybody. I'm Aaron's husband, Jason signs. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm going to, um, I'm going to introduce you, but off this little situation. So everyone will know, and I will introduce you like I told you, which is you like big butts and you got a great mustache, just like Stanger. So here you are. So that's what people will hear. Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. And both of those things are true. <laughs> okay. So everybody out there, bell babies, welcome. It is the three hundredth episode and Jason is my co-host today because I was having a meltdown um having to do this 300th episode without Stanger it was uh sad he's not here much love to you and your really cool project you're working on um and Jason and I are sitting like what would you say um intimately close <laughs> We are sitting very close to each other because we only have one set of working AirPods in this house and one microphone. So, and I'm, so we're not talking over each other. So if it seems like we're being really polite, it's because we are being super polite um, and having to communicate only with our eyes. And, and, uh, and I think I'm kind of in control of the microphone. What would you say? I feel like I'm doing a news report, a news interview. Um, you are in control of the microphone. <laughs> you are a regular host of the dumbbells. Um, it's very professional, even though we're in our guest bedroom on one microphone. I think it's great. It's going to be a great episode. 300th. Does this work better? You think? I think they can probably hear you turn the microphone. So, okay. Well, everybody, thank you guys for being with Eugene and Ryan for like 250 episodes. And then with Stanger and I for like 50 some odd, you guys have made it through the wilderness as Madonna said, and we are here. So today we're just going to kind of hang out with each other on a microphone. We haven't gotten to see each other very much the last couple of days. So babe, tell everybody what you've been up to. 
What I've been up to? Well, I just had my birthday this past weekend. I turned 400 years old. <laughs> you, you cut out? You cut out. What was that? What was that? I turned 400 years old. And... Um, I don't think he, I don't think you can say it. That's 43 is how you pronounce it. Thank you, honey. Thank you for saying that. Yes, I am 43. If that's too old for you and you, you wanted to listen to some young studs and babes on this podcast, I'm sorry, but that was never the case in the first place. <laughs> um, uh, unfortunately, I uh, was in the hospital earlier this month, early September uh, for an infection in my leg long story short. And so, uh, I had uh, gotten out of the hospital on labor day weekend, very fun to get out uh, on a holiday where no one, no business is open. And, um, I've been on heavy antibiotics since then. I haven't really been able to work out, haven't been able to drink, um, which is a, uh, you know, a good thing for me, um, to, to get sober the hard way. Um, but it's been a difficult month here in September and, uh, this past weekend, Aaron and I had a couple plans to finally get out of the house on Saturday. We went to hamburger Mary's, which is a, a drag restaurant in West Hollywood, California. And, uh, it was overwhelming. I'll just say that. Why? Great question, Aaron. <laughs> Great question. Um, because yeah, I have nothing against drag queens. I think they're entertaining and fun. Um, but when it's an hour and a half of uh, a constant parade of drag queens coming past your table asking for tips with music blaring at 130%, uh, it's kind of hard to have a conversation with your friends and enjoy your birthday. But it was definitely an adventure and a memory I'll never forget. Well, I will also say that I don't think either of us realized we wouldn't be able to talk to the people we were eating with. And that was like, I thought, I think I thought it was going to be like, like uh, parade, break, parade, break, parade, break, go home. And instead it was parade, 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 no break. And then you have to get out of here so fast. And just we, like we had been home for essentially like another quarantine. We've just kind of been doing lots of quarantines. And then from like from that to like where we have like a house with soothing dog music always playing and then to go to a fun place, but very different than the life we had been leading Lights, color, action, show, 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 dance, sing, song. So I was also overwhelmed, but that hamburger was huge and good. And I ate the whole thing. You? It was definitely worth the $30 that it, that it was to get. The food is great. The hamburger was great. Um, it was a fun experience. I probably won't ever go back again, but I'm glad I did. And I'm, I'm glad to say that I'm an ally to the drag queen community. Um, but that was Saturday. And then Sunday we went to Musso and Frank's, which is a hundred year old restaurant there in Hollywood, right on Hollywood Boulevard. The service is impeccable. The menu is incredible. Uh, unfortunately I couldn't drink the martinis, but, uh, 
Aaron uh, had had a couple, <laughs> and our friends Grant and Ashley they had some drinks too. But I was fine. I had uh, an Arnold Palmer. <laughs> I had a sparkling water and I had some great food uh, and it was just great to get out of the house. It was just really wonderful to get out of the house. And then um, we said goodbye to Grant and Ashley and we headed home. And I knew when we were going to get home that there was going to be cake. Um, and that's what I was. He had, he had expressly asked me to get him a cake, which I did. Cause I, I try, I try to listen as much as I can, baby. Thank you. Um, so when we get home out in the backyard, I saw balloons and I saw a happy birthday banner and I was like, oh, this is great. You had it all set up. And then I hear surprise and about 10 of my uh, close friends were hiding in the back patio area and they surprised me and a tear came to my eye because I haven't seen these friends in a long time. I've been in the hospital. I've been home alone. Um, and it was just really wonderful. And then I had more cake and more ice cream and it was great. And I, uh, Aaron made me feel real special and my friends made me feel real special and I might be 40, but, um, I felt like a young man that night. Well, so let's do the, the birthday roundup. So we got currently in our house, the leftovers of giant red velvet cake. There are. Probably six um, carrot cake cupcakes, I think. And then someone brought you these crazy cookies. What do you even know what they are? Like they're like a, they're like a little mountain in the middle. There's like a little it's like a it's like a chocolate chip cookie. It looks like a chocolate chip cookie that is like the, as big as the palm of your hand. And then in the middle, it's just like taller. And it's like filled with even more chocolate. Do you know what I'm, t- you know, you understand how they made this? Like how they make it? Um, if any of the listeners have ever seen a cookie before, <laughs> please write in and help Aaron. She's never seen a cookie like this before. They're from Brady's Bakery here in Los Angeles. And uh, they're huge. They're huge and they're fresh and they're chock full of chocolate chips. And um, one of my friends brought me a whole bag of them. There's got to be 10 of them in there. And here's the problem. Me and Aaron both um, have a sweet tooth. We both come from fatter days. And we try to, to, to limit the, the cookies and the ice cream and the cakes that we have in our house. Usually there's, there's maybe just some dark chocolate in the fridge. But now we have enough cake and cookies. And Aaron forgot to mention three Briars tubs of ice cream she got. So we're in trouble here, uh, dumbbell listeners. We might, you know, this this podcast might turn into the 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 tub bells. <laughs> With Stanger gone much longer, it's about to be honest to God. Yeah, there are three. I did forget about those ice creams, and there's even two more ice creams you haven't even mentioned, which are the leftover little guys that are Ben and Jerry's. So basically we have a small bake sale about to begin. (laughs) And I think uh, we don't truly, we don't, they said that we can freeze these cookies, but I just like, I don't think a a frozen chocolate chip cookie is going to be enough to keep me away from these things. (laughs) I think I'll just eat a 
freaking chocolate chip, a frozen chocolate chip cookie. How hard could they get to eat? That might be fun, a challenge. I don't know. Slow me down a little bit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Aaron, one of our dogs jumped up and their teeth collided and it chipped one of Aaron's teeth recently. Um, Aaron might chip another tooth on a frozen cookie. If any of the listeners out there have had an issue with, uh, with having too many pastries and sweets in their house, please write in because we're in trouble if we don't get rid of these sweets because we're going to eat them all. And we know that we will. Okay, so... Uh, the, you know, those are uh, those are the problems, you know, from inside coming from inside the house. Um, but we wanted to since we couldn't have Stinger or um, or Eugene here with us today, I wanted to give most of this time to the listener. You guys have gotten us to 300 episodes and hopefully we get to do friggin three to four hundred more, um, you know, keeping the lights on in the weight room. So we're going to go to a listener question. We got a couple questions. We got a couple flexes. So we're going to kind of hit you guys with those different hot, hot heats. All right. So this first question uh, is coming to us from Instagram, baby. Aaron, your first question. Thinking of becoming a personal trainer, is getting certified a necessity? Oh, interesting. Um, okay. <laughs> well, I would, I, I want to say yes, absolutely. I think for insurance purposes, it would be great if you had a certification. I don't know the legal, um, I don't know the legal trouble you could get into. Uh, I think it could be important to have a certification, like an actual certification under your belt. Um, but I will say I found a lot of practice, like a lot of friends that were willing to kind of like let me practice on them as I was getting my certification. And that was really helpful so that I could actually have um, like practice. Cause that's part of like getting certified through NASM, which is what I got mine through at least during when I did it, which was right before COVID. So it might be different now, but before COVID you, even then you just like read a book, you uh, like took some quizzes and at the end of it, you take a big test and you pass and then you could just train people all of a sudden. And that is like a really big transition from just like looking at a computer, looking at a a screen looking at like taking tests and then to go from that to like actual training a human being. So I would suggest, yes, get a certification. You don't have to get NASM. There are other ones out there. I just, I liked that one and it had a good reputation when I got certified and, um, and then have friends or another good idea is to get a personal trainer. If you don't have one and kind of learn from them, have them kind of teach you, at least their style. And then you can kind of find your way with what your style is. That was a really great question, honey. Would you, um, would you want your personal trainer to have a certification? I mean, yes, I would want my personal trainer to, to know what they're talking about. Um, I think just going to the gym and learning what you can at the gym, they might've is one thing, you know, they might've had a trainer teach them things. Um, but really, you know, if you're paying somebody, you want to get your money's worth. And um, I think if someone's serious about personal training, they would go through the 
the test and get their certification. And I know, Aaron, that you got your LLC um, for your uh, personal training business. And I think that's important too, because you're putting people's bodies in your hands. And so I think it's, it's important to have someone that's covered with insurance and certified uh, to be a personal trainer. But have you even ever asked me if I got certified or what? You know what? I never did. Maybe it's because I saw you study for it and I knew you had a big book on it. And then uh, you told me that you got certified. That's probably why I didn't ask you. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, I did uh, fake graduate from college. So at this point... I would say check your trainer's receipts, all right? Just have them show you their certificate. Mine used to be hanging, but it doesn't, um, but I don't have, like, my walls in my gym are cement. Like, I don't know how to put a nail in cement. Well, you are a certified personal trainer. You're not a certified general contractor, so we can let that slip. Are you ready for another question? Ooh, baby, baby. Yes. I know on a recent episode, uh, you talked to our friend Lindsay about um, uh, doing hormone treatments and having your eggs retrieved for, uh, you know, the future of having a child. Um, I have a question here that pertains to that. Aaron, do you believe in cycling sinking as to not work against your hormones? Okay, so I actually haven't done a I haven't done this like actually. I know about it. Um but I I haven't actually tried it. So for anybody uh, out there that doesn't know what is cycle cycle sinking, um it's essentially like when a woman is having like oh a person who was born female their bodies are on a cycle each month going through like dropping an egg, getting rid of an egg, trying to figure out if you're going to have a baby that month or not. And cycle syncing is like planning your workouts around your hormone levels. Um, and I have, I think I actually do want to try this. So uh, who, um, who, who was this person? Uh, I don't know what your Instagram name is, but, it's like KZ Callahan, maybe KZ. Um, I, I am going to look into this and try it. I think it has, I think it would be interesting. The thing that turns me off from it, basically from what I read on, on Healthline, it was like a, a big article about it. And it kind of doesn't seem like you can, there's like only a few days that you can really go for it. And I like to go for it more than a couple days out of the month. So I want to, I want to look a little bit more into this. Um, it's like in the like ovulatory phase that it's like 15 to 17. So that's like three days, 15, 16, 17. Yeah. Three days that you can go for it. And I'm like, there's gotta be more days. So I want to get another opinion before I say I'm going to for sure try this, but I do, it does say that, um, in this article specifically, that people who have PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, that it can be they can benefit like greatly from uh, from this system. So there's other people like 
people that are looking to conceive a child or that are overly fatigued in their workouts. Um, and those aren't things like I'm not tech. I, I don't have PCOS. I am not usually overly fatigued, uh, in workouts. Uh, maybe I should, maybe I should be. And, um, and I'm not looking to conceive today. So, um, but I will be hopefully soon. And so that will be something that I can look into and I'm excited about. I think I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, I just haven't tried it myself. So if anyone out there has, I'd love to hear from you. Um, you can email us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. Um, I prefer you to work out when you're, uh, when you're PMSing, uh, that gives you the extra strength and, uh, determination you need to push your limits. Um, Aaron is giving me a dirty look right now and hopefully the editor will take that part out. That is not true. Uh, Jason wasn't even looking at me. He was like cross-eyed looking into a light when I, and I don't, I, you know, it was hard to find, hard to find, uh, where he was looking. <laughs> okay. You got another question for me? Okay, I don't, let's do a different one. Let's do that big one. We got a, a hilarious, a hilarious email that gave me such a dig, and I want Jason to read all of it, and then we'll go through it piece by piece because there's a lot of little questions in here. Sounds good, babe. My dumbbell, babe. Oh, uh, this comes from Johnny. Hey, y'all, longtime action boy, Shadow Wolf, no big deal, coming up to speed on the dumbbells and loving every minute of it. Wait, honey, do you know what that means? What? The, like, the Shadow Boy thing? Shadow Wolf, no big deal? Yeah. No, I don't. Do I need to, to read this email? I don't know, but let us know what that means out there. Great. Thank you, honey. Um, I'll continue. I heard Stinger talk about being a trainer to weird bajillionaires, and obviously Aaron trains as well. But when I looked you all up online, you don't seem to have any presence. Wow. Do you get too many weirdos like me reaching out? Have you covered this in an episode? It's okay. We can keep going. All right. More dumbbell-ish. I bet you have an episode on this. Feel free to tell me to Google it. Have any opinions on training in person versus remote and how do you find the right trainer? I love the idea of having someone who can keep me accountable for whatever. At the same time, I'm realizing that actual physical presence will be helpful to keep me on track as I return to lifting. I found myself getting too eager, pushing too hard or any workout without feeling like I hit the mark. I lucked out a few years ago with a trainer that actually clicked then had one who was fine, but it felt more like I went on a few dates and was stuck. I want to feel really pushed and taken care of instead of just feeling like I'm paying for a chaperone. Thanks so much for the podcast. I really appreciate listening to you show your expertise while also clearly having a great time. And don't worry, Aaron, I posted my hate publicly as requested. You'll just have to go find it. Cheers, Johnny. So what do you think? In-person training or remote training? Okay, well, um, <clears throat> Johnny, I'll be looking for the uh, hate. I always am. <laughs> um, I, let me see. I, I think, I think in-person 
is going to be better nine times out of 10. But I will say that because of the pandemic, it has shown me and my clients, it feels like that you can get a really good workout in at your house over Zoom with a trainer. I think the best, honestly, is a little combination. I have some clients that that are in New York and LA and they will, when they're in LA, they'll come to my gym and I'll train them with the equipment I have. That's, that's more than what they have at their house. And then they get to kind of see what their new like maxes are. They get to kind of push themselves a little harder and then they go back home to New York and then they have what they have at their house. And then we get to like kind of play around with different form when they're in person. Cause that's like the hardest part is like adjusting someone's form over zoom. I think I've gotten pretty good at it, but there are still some things that are just like hard to do without being able to just like show somebody or like push on their body, like actually touch them and say like, move this here. So I would say the zoom has come a long way. Zoom training has come a long way, but in person, I think is still better. So that's what I would say. And then, um, <clears throat> wow, the online presence dig. Uh, okay. Stay. I can't speak for Stanger, but he doesn't seem to care uh, about online presence. <laughs> that's okay. I only care a little bit. And I think I, I wish I cared more because I, I know how important it is to have a following. Um, but man, is it, I hate doing what people want me to do. I hate it. And when Instagram is like, we're only promoting reels, guess what I don't want to do ever again. I want to only post one photo, one still photo and watch it get 35 likes and who cares? Um, because that's what Instagram used to be. And so I do have friends that will be like, just post a reel a day. I posted a reel today and I was annoyed at myself for even trying it. And, but I did it. I do it for my dogs on my dog Instagram. Um, so I can do it for myself. And I just, I'm sorry. I'm staring now right into Jason's eyes. (laughs) I, um, I just got my fitness Instagram account, which I have done nothing with. You cannot follow me. I won't tell you what my handle is yet. Not yet. Not yet. But I, I, I have gone back and forth a lot about doing that. And my, I just got a website and it was like, do you want to link your Instagram? And I was like, I don't want to link my personal Instagram. It's like, it's still pretty personal. And so, um, so I was like, it's time to make it's time to make a freaking Instagram for my fitness. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm trying not to hate Instagram, but it is hard to not hate it sometimes. Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you're also giving to someone in need. You guys, Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you can't wait to put on every day, okay? And us here at the Dumbbells, we love Bombas. We talk about them even when they're not a sponsor for our episode. 
We truly think that they raise the bar on these essential items of clothing to a level that other places are just struggling to get to. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, and has a cozy feel we are all on the hunt for. So you guys, there's a Bombas pair of socks for everything you do. They come in tons of options. They have comfy performance styles made with sweat wicking yarns, which means your feet stay cool while the rest of you is working up a sweat. And let me tell you, I have tried these socks. They make a huge difference. Get on it if you haven't already. They also have these, they're t-shirts that are made with thoughtful design features like invisible seams, soft fabrics, and the perfect weights. So they hang on you just right. Now I'm telling you, I don't know what, I don't know what wizards they have there, but they have nailed this t-shirt situation. Their underwear is also so breathable and fits so well. It feels like you're wearing nothing at all in a good way. They're one of my favorite pairs of underwear to wear when I'm working out. It really does. It it makes a huge difference. And I don't know if you guys know, but socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters. And that's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. So, so far, Bombas customers, like you guys, have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. So, Go to bombas.com slash dumbbells and use code dumbbells for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash dumbbells and use code dumbbells at checkout. Bombas.com slash dumbbells, code dumbbells. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Okay, you guys, um, you know, we love talking about mental health, um, along with our physical health here at the dumbbells. And so, yeah, so, you know, we are, um, sponsored by BetterHelp. We love, I love therapy. I've been to therapy for the last like six years. Um, you know, when I started therapy, it was because I had friends, uh, telling me they didn't even know who I was anymore, which, uh, sounds so dramatic, but Hey, you know, I was, what was I in my, in my, my twenties then? I don't know. But I just remember thinking all of my friends hate me. I couldn't, I couldn't even think of, um, I couldn't think beyond that kind of, I was just, I felt stuck and, and it can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode when you're facing challenges in your life. Um, when you kind of, when you get stuck kind of looking at the problems and not thinking of uh, the solutions and thinking of like changing your mindset. But when you learn to find your own solutions, there is truly no better feeling. A therapist can help you and helped me become a better problem solver, making it easier for me to find solutions, reach my goals, reconnect with myself and the people around me. So if you guys are thinking of giving therapy a try, I will say BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient. It's accessible. It's affordable. It's entirely online, which I wasn't sure if I would be okay with before the pandemic, but then that was all there was for a long time. And I got very used to it and now I'm very comfortable with it. And I'll say, you know, sometimes you need a few minutes after therapy to kind of like unwind and 
being at my house and just having that like freedom and privacy in my own home to unwind from a good therapy session is, is really nice. Um, you get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and then you can switch your therapist at any time, which is something I think BetterHelp is so good about. They take care of if you need to break up with your therapist, find a new one. If it's just not working out, you can find, um, you can have better help be the be the the in between. You don't have to do that. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash dumbbells today to get 10% off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash dumbbells. Okay, you ready for a flex? I don't know. Actually, I don't know if this counts as a flex, but I count it as a flex. Okay. This is hello, Aaron and Stanger. And Monica, you didn't know, but you'd also be saying hello to Jason Signs. Hello. I utilize the hot girl walk. Yes. I've been really trying to get someone to talk to me about hot girl walk. So Monica does. However, I put on sunscreen, sunglasses, a pimple patch, a running belt with my phone and headphones connected. I proceed to listen to the most depressing Leonard. Wait, did I say that right? Leonard Cohen and Tom Waits songs, even though it's the middle of summer. Soon it'll be fall here in the Midwest. I'm from Michigan, like Eugene. So it'll be more acceptable to walk in cemeteries and listen to the downer music. Much love, Monica in Michigan. Honey, do you have any thoughts on this? Yes. One thought. Is this a flex? This is a flex from the listener who wrote, who is utilizing the hot girl walk. Aaron, have you ever been part of a hot girl walk? And if not, why not? Because we, we gotta, baby, I have been doing these. This is the, this is what I've been doing, uh, during while I was getting my eggs all frozen and stuff. Like when I was getting all my eggs taken out, um, and I don't know that you'd maybe knew cause I, cause you were also in the hospital and going through your own stuff, but that's that four mile walk. Sometimes I do it in the living room and sometimes I do it outside. Now does this ring a bell? Yes. Yeah, so it's a hot girl walk because you're a hot girl and you're walking. <laughs> Was that a question? Yes. I thought maybe a hot girl walk was like a bunch of hot girls get together and they all walk together. And then, you know, passerbys are like, whoa, look at those hot girls walking. But a hot girl walk is just if you're a hot girl and you're walking, you're doing a hot girl walk. I do the hot guy roll in my wheelchair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, every day. <laughs> okay. So technically a hot girl walk is a f you attempt four miles in under an hour. And you're supposed to, according to, I can't remember the, the person's name that, that started it, but you're supposed to like listen to positive things and like, like you're supposed to do like positive affirmations. Um, but I will say that for me, it's very similar to Monica. I, I wear um, like a sweatshirt all the time because I don't always have sunscreen and I'm a redhead and I live in Southern California. So what I like to do is just wear as many clothes as possible so that I am covered by, from the sun, but I didn't have to put on tons of sunscreen and then a hat. 
and I have my fanny pack. And sometimes I bring a dog for part of it, but those that my dogs could not handle four miles yet. Uh, they're, they're, you know, coming in a half a mile, maybe a mile. And I'm trying, I realize I, when I do it, a hot girl walk inside, I can do it so fast. Cause essentially I'm doing like a little like jog in place. But when you take it out on the street, you have to act kind of like those old ladies that you used to see at the mall, like who would do like mall walks with their arms just pumping and their little hips swivel and you are going, going, going. That's, that's what, that's what you, it's how you have to behave in order to get four miles in under an hour. And I have long legs in my opinion, I would say. And so anyway, so I also listen to uh, murder podcasts and I don't do positive affirmations, but I will say the other day I thought instead of a murder podcast, maybe I should, should do positive. T- it's like self-talk, but I did just instead listen to a murder podcast again, but um, maybe Monica, maybe you and I could do like one mile of like, maybe like a positive, just maybe just a positive song or something. Um, or something like, I'm like, I don't think I can do even a mile. Cause that's like 15 minutes of positive thinking. I could do like maybe like one minute of positive <laughs> thinking. Um, but babe, what's your favorite Leonard Cohen song? Leonard Cohen. I mean, I don't, I don't know the guy. I don't know Leonard Cohen. Um, but a quick Google search. While you Google search, I'll tell you, uh, Monica, one time, uh, Leonard Cohen stayed at the fancy hotel I worked at in Nashville and he would go sit in the front by the, um, like this like big water, like water feature we had. And he would just sit out there and I was like, I wonder like what he's like thinking about. And you know, we never talked, but he did leave his luggage at the hotel and I was a valet at that point. So I was, I had no, I had no power, but he left his bags at the hotel and they were flying to, they were going that night to Missouri, somewhere in Missouri for a show. And then the next day they were flying to Europe. So he needed this bag and he needed it now. And so our hotel manager was like, anybody not have plans for the next 24 hours? And they, I raised my hand and he, I got to fly Leonard Cohen's bag to him because you can't just fly a bag by itself. You have to have a human. So I was the human to fly the bag to Leonard Cohen. So that's what I always think of. I don't know, have any stories with Tom Waits, but that's my one Leonard Cohen song story, not a song. Um, Leonard Cohen favorite song for me. Hallelujah. Let's get to another question. <laughs> this question comes from Logan on Instagram. Yes. Most recently moved in with my girlfriend who loves to cook and really likes it when I eat the food she prepares, obviously. It's not always things that I would eat when I lived by myself, and it's more difficult to control portioning. I don't mind eating what she cooks because, honestly, she's amazing at it. However, I just can't do it every day, and I have to align it with my overall 
fitness goals. What's a good and respectful way to approach this conversation that is considerate of her feelings and could lead to the best compromise? So I thought this was actually a really great question for for us, honey, because my husband here is a very good cook and I had to also figure out, okay, now I'm not making my own food. Jason has a little bit more of like a, like he just, like I was very, I was very okay with eating like chicken and uh, like chicken and a asparagus, like chicken asparagus. Great. That's my dinner. Jason wanted like flair flavor. He had ideas. He wanted some cheese on stuff. He wanted like, he, he had, he had a little bit more grand plans. So when we moved in together and started eating jointly, I had to kind of figure out this same sort of situation. So I, one, you were kind of like, like one, you're lucky. Congrats, Logan, on on winning the lottery with getting a partner that can cook. I feel like I also won the lottery. That he can cook and he likes it, and it makes it makes truly my whole life uh, so much better. So I started doing like like one. I had to start measuring my food a little bit more because uh, Jason's portions can be bigger than mine for the most part. And I don't like that visually. It makes me like, I want, I want the biggest steak. I don't know where that came from in my life, but I want, like, I want to have at least the same size, but then when it comes down to it, I need probably a little bit smaller. Then I portion out like, Hey, if you want to make Mac and cheese, I just have a little bit of it. Um, And if you want to put like, I was doing egg whites, like one egg and egg whites with no cheese in my eggs, um, we would do them separately. And actually Jason would, that's how good of a husband he is. I'll say that he would make my eggs in like a whole separate pan so that he could do what I, what I had said I needed. But I think it's, if you just are honest and say like, like I'm trying to do this thing and and so what you're making is so good. I just need like three days where I have like the, the kind of like my neurotic food choices. And then three days where I have your yummy food. And then one day where we get to decide together, St- stuff like that can be a good, a good kind of middle middle ground or you cook a night. She cooks a night, you know, you can, you can also play that game. Baby, do you have any, I mean, Jason, Jason signs. Do you have any hot, hot help for this guy? Yeah, I got the hottest, uh, you know, as we were talking about earlier in the episode with, you know, cookies and cakes, we were honest with each other pretty early on in a relationship saying, Hey, if we have this stuff around the house, we're going to eat it all. We're going to gain weight and we're going to feel bad about ourselves. And I think that is an important thing to be honest about saying, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm taking real effort and time to better my body and to help my, my health. And, uh, I love your food. It's so rich and delicious. I just want to eat it up all the time, but 
if I do, I'm not going to reach my fitness goals and I'm going to feel bad about myself. And then I'm going to be a bad boyfriend to you. And we're not going to have the, the best relationship we can because one of us is uh, not feeling good about themselves. So I think that's important to let her know that uh, you're trying something hard, which is to manage your portioning and managing what you're eating and also working out and working on your fitness. And, uh, you know, you can still eat those things. You just have to be honest and say, I can't eat them all the time. And I I think Aaron's uh, advice about maybe switching off cooking, I don't know how well you cook, sir. Um, but I, I think it's important to say, Hey, listen, if I eat this food all the time, I'm going to become a fat ass and I'm going to hate myself and I'm going to take it out on this relationship. So I think that's important to say, uh, when you discuss this type of thing, if that's true for you, uh, if it's not, don't worry about it, (laughs) but it sounds like, it sounds like that's kind of the, the road that you're on with that question. Yeah, I just, you know, if, if, um, yeah, are, are we in a fight? <laughs> I don't know why Aaron had, she invited me on this podcast and then she asked me to, to, to answer some of these questions with her. And then during one of them, she says, you know what, forget what he said, do it if you want to. But my husband doesn't know what he's talking about. The truth is I do know what I'm talking about and it's worked for me and Aaron and it can work for you. Okay. And if it doesn't, I don't know you. I don't care if your relationship fails. <laughs> hey, that's the stanger energy we were looking for. <laughs> Okay, we got another flex here coming at you from Carrie. We have okay, so so we have talked about Quidditch, um, and asked about it enough that Carrie decided it was time to to let us know that one Quidditch is an in real life sport. So let me read this email. Hey, dumbbells. Okay. So this is way overdue. I've been meaning to link y'all to Quidditch for a while now. Pretty much every time you start arguing about houses or Dobby the elf or whatever other tangents singer takes you on Quidditch started as a collegiate sport in 2005 and has developed into a full contact co-ed sport that mixes the best of basketball, rugby, dodgeball, and capture the flag. Um, we just rebranded as quad ball to distance ourselves from JK Rowling's turfness as well as avoid Warner brothers litigation. If when we actually start to make money, as soon as we changed our name, the U S national team was featured on ESPN Ocho pretty incredible. So to answer the FAQs, no, we don't fly, but we do use PVC pipe as brooms. There used to be bristles, but it would tear up our thighs, which <laughs> with what we coined broom bum, <laughs> that's funny, broom, broom bum. The snitch is a third party volunteer with a sock Velcro to their shorts that the seekers try to grab. <laughs> Okay, I, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that it was a third-party volunteer. With this. <laughs> okay, that changes a lot from the videos I watched. Okay, snitches usually either really 
They're either really quick and agile or have a strong grappling wrestling background. The snitch is also only worth 35 points because it doesn't make any goddamn sense to make one catch worth 150 points. JK Rowling fails again. This is still Carrie's email. Sorry. I've been playing for 10 years and it's the sport that fully unlocked my athleticism after years of mediocrity. After joining Quidditch quadball, I ran two full marathons, finished a 630 mile, learned how to do the major lifts and got my NASM certification plus got multiple regional championships and final four runs. No national cup yet though, but we're working on it. Anyway, thought you'd have a laugh learning about Quidditch, aka Quadball. Love the podcast. Been listening since day one. Humbly, braggily, Carrie. Okay, Carrie, I watched some of these videos and wow, wow, I am into Quadball. I think I want to try it. Honey, what do you think? Um, I watched a little bit of it too, and I thought it was really intense. Mm-hmm. The fact that there's so many different positions the fact that you, you can check somebody, uh, the fact that you've, you're running with uh, a phallic piece of equipment in between your legs at all times got me a little horny. And the fact that, um, you know, these nerds out here are taking a, a game out of, out of a book series that was made for wizards up on brooms flying around the castle and now made it like a real contact sport, I think is really, really cool. Um, and I'm glad that they changed the name to quad ball. That sounds even more hardcore. I mean, it really did look hardcore. If you guys don't, um, I, I'll figure out if we can put like how we can link this on our uh, Instagram or something, but just to just look up quad ball. It is, I, I was, I was like, this is what I've been missing in my life. I think I need to find a place to try to play it because would I be good at it? I don't know, but I think I would, I need to try Like the, I think I could do the dodgeball, like looking part of it. What do you think? I mean, the videos I saw with you are just, there's so many rules. I I, I don't know. It would take me a long time to, uh, to know exactly what's going on at all times because there's different players. There's different ways you can score. It's, it's really a lot going on at the same time, which I guess is in the spirit of Quidditch because a lot's going on during that. Um, but it's definitely, uh, not only are you running around, uh, on a, on a stick, you're also, uh, there's also a lot of rules that you got to keep in mind. And it seemed like a very complicated game for nerds. Um, you said you got horny from it, so I don't know if you should be calling anyone a friggin' nerd. I get horny for nerds. You know this, honey. I married you. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Carrie, for telling us all of this because truly that is, uh, this was a highlight of my day was looking into this whole thing. Also, what house are you in, Jason? Do you know? Slytherin. Slytherin is my house. Okay. <laughs> I regret. I regret that. Alan Rickman is my homeboy. I'm sorry. I love the guy. And if he was my, I mean, if he was my professor, I'd be overjoyed to be a Slytherin. It's, it wasn't that you're a Slytherin. I actually, I think like Slytherins are like hot, but I, I think it was like the way you said it. And it, that was the weirdest part. Slytherin. I, I sound like Gollum. 
a little bit from Lord of the Rings. Am I a nerd? It could be. Um, but we do have a dog, our newest dog, Poncho, who it looks like Dobby. Like whenever he want, like we have a spray bottle if our dog's getting too big of a dog fight. And so we can spray him with it, except Poncho loves he loves it because he wants to drink the water. And when he is getting sprayed with the water, he looks like Dobby, like so much. It's crazy. So that's my, that's my, my nerd moment. Can I have some treats, Mr. Potter? I'm little Dobby and I want some treats in the kitchen. Oh no, don't slap me. I'm just a little poochie. Thank you. I mean, that, like, I do honestly feel like Sanger would have done some dumb impressions. So that does, that, I, yeah, well, this is, this is, it's, it's weird, but it's working. So here we are. Um, honey, is there any other, um, hey guys, longtime fan, quick question. How do you get that ass? Okay. Honey? That was not a question that anyone asked. <laughs> honey, that was you. Um, but just do a lot of, um, hip thrusts, a lot of deadlifts, a lot of, I'm like thinking about it. It's like, you're just doing squats. donkey kicks, squats. Yeah. I mean, squats help activate. You can make it glute heavy. You can do, oh my gosh, Bulgarian split squats where you kind of <laughs> lean forward a little bit and you get a little extra booty. Oh boy. Those will, those will do it. Um, big time, but those are, that's how you get that honey is how you get that ass. But I mean, doing lunges and squats and stuff, all of that can be more glute heavy too. So, so have at it. You guys get the ass of your dreams, get the ass of your partner's dreams. Just get, get, get an ass. Those are important. Actually glutes are important. So, um, I hope that they stay in, uh, in trend forever because it's actually really good for your body. Honey, thank you for joining me today on this very, very crazy. You guys, Stanger and I had so many plans for our 300th. I'm, uh, we, we will, we will figure out a time to do a true wild and out, uh, welcome back Stanger episode where we, where we make all of your dumbbell 300th episode dreams come true, but truly thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sending us questions for being uh, a part of this crazy uh, podcast where we do our best to help you guys. Um, you know, we're out here trying, we're out here trying to stay motivated ourselves. So you guys are a big part of that. So thank you so much. Um, send us your questions, send us your flexes at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And then anything on Instagram or Twitter is at the dumbbells. And I, yeah, we're on Facebook too, but I can't check that. So it's just send it to, to Instagram. I can check that. Um, but honey, will you do the sign off with me? Okay, you guys. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'd like everyone out there to remember to... Okay, so I'm going to say train dirty and you're going to say eat clean. And then together we're going to try it in the mic at the same time. We'll say live in between, okay? So I say train dirty, you say eat, eat clean, clean, and then we say live in between. Okay. So we'd like to remind everybody out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and, and live, live in, in between. between. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.